the halls with Barb and Harry. Yes! Make their Christmas not so merry. Give them bricks and give them riches. One more Christmas in the trenches. Toss some paint cans down to greet them. Send the toolbox down to meet them. Serve the nails for Christmas dinner. Kevin is declared the winner. You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, God's Sequel Remix. This is episode 275. I'm Mark, he's Mike. It's showtime. Yeah. So I got distracted by Eddie Murphy. Amazon lightning deal notification on my phone. Anything good? No. In fact, I don't even know why I got that deal. That lightning deal. I've never got a lightning deal where I was like, oh, what do you know? Auxiliary plug-in for audio. Oh. Yeah, what do you need that for? Yeah. Sure as hell I want to eat it on the cheap. Everything's on Bluetooth. $2 anyway. Mark, um, my radio in my truck is not Bluetooth. Oh. I did buy a little Bluetooth dongle, though, to plug into my auxiliary. Oh, okay. I know you can. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's kind of nice. Just kind of like get some cords out of there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My truck's a 2010. It's so old. It's very. We were just talking. I was like, I don't. I mean, what's private that we talked about before the show? But you, you were talking about you want to drive that truck forever. Yeah. I got a friend. He's got a 2000. His truck, I believe, it's a 2002. It's a 2002. And when I met this guy, it was 2010. And so his truck was coming up on 10 years, or maybe he had it. It was 2012, and someone asked him, he was like, you ever think about getting a new truck? He's like, no, man, I'm going to drive this truck till 2022. Then I had lunch with this guy just recently. I was like, hey, man, we're closer to 2022 than we were to 2012. Mm, yeah. Are you still going to drive that truck forever? Or he's like, you think I'm going to get a new truck now? He's like, I think I'm going to go 2032. Fuck yeah. He tacked on another 10 years. Fuck yeah. But in doing so, do you feel like you're missing, like, Bluetooth or like, you know, navigation or like the, the luxuries of a modern car. No nah, things that are coming stock now. No, nah, because you can you can get all that you can get all that installed. Yeah. Like I've looked at getting. You think about doing like a, ni- a nice in dash yeah. stereo with a screen and stuff. I've looked okay. into it. I mean, yeah, it's not that expensive. If you're gonna go so 2010, if you go 2030, you probably don't need to get yeah yeah in dash yeah, navigation. I, I, and that's the thing. When I bought my truck, yeah, it that stuff wasn't quite. It was starting to come out. Yeah, and if I would have bought, uh, I think the the trim package a step up, I would have had. I think that, but I'm very anti buttons on the steering wheel, mm. and so I literally had to buy the base truck. Yeah, to get a truck without buttons on the steering wheel. Now, Which is insane. Impossible to get now. Because that's their fault. Because I was willing to spend more money. Yeah. Yeah. They could have got more money out of me. If you needed to buy a 2018 vehicle, I don't know what vehicle you would buy that did not have a button. I don't think you could. Yeah. I don't think you Someone could. made the decision and go, this makes sense. Yeah. So now everything just comes with buttons. Yeah. Yeah. They're all there. That's why I'm going to keep driving my truck. Got my volume. Got my radio changer. Call. Hang up. Other side... I don't even know those ones to do. Because it's so hard to reach yeah. eight inches. I don't even know why there's buttons all because I just <laughs> talk to my phone or my car. And I go, hey, 
stop the music. Hey, change the song. Why do I have two options for buttons? Oh. You gotta, they gotta at least take, they gotta take one set of buttons away. Yeah. The ones on the dash. All right, give me something useful there. Yeah. That. I mean, the only reason they're there, they remain is for, for the passenger. passenger. Yeah. So then why even have them on the steering wheel? I understand it's this like, oh, you can maintain control of your vehicle all the time while doing that stuff. But it's still bullshit because with modern vehicles, you only need one finger to even steer. Yeah. With power steering. I don't. Like the old 10 and 2 thing is so antiquated. Yeah. That's not real. I don't drive 10 and 2. So I drive with my fucking knee. <laughs> right there. I drive I... with my knee and then my hands are eating a fucking taco. Yeah. I go, uh, I go like maybe like six thirty, kind of like bottom of the wheel kind of thing, and then yeah, I don't check my text messages on <laughs> <laughs> the phone. Uh, we we no, do not no. we do not endorse uh, distracted driving on this yeah. show. No, in fact, I mean I don't check my phone in the car. Yeah. I'm pretty good about it. Yeah, Mark though, he's all over the goddamn road. My phone's always on silent. I I never get text messages or anything, and then yeah, when I, when I, and, uh, you know, my jeans are so tight when, when I sit down, you know. They got, they got room when I stand, but, you know, when I'm sitting in the thing, they got I can't even get to my phone in my pocket. Stuck. Yeah, they're stuck there. And, the, you know, the way you're sitting in your car, I can't reach into my front pocket. It's stuck there, and then when you get up, you got an impression of a phone in your skin yeah. that lasts for hours. Yeah, so. Kind of like when you're wearing tight socks, you know, you got to get the socks. Oh, yeah, you got to get that yeah. elastic, you know, where, where it wraps up. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Good luck on uh, driving that thing to twenty thirty. I hope you do. Yeah, uh, twenty thirty. That's a good. That's a good goal. Yeah, driving. I mean, cars. You know, you just keep. You take care of them. Stay on top. You take care of them. They'll take care of you. Yeah, they'll, they'll go until they. They'll go until they break. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got a car though, like a truck. I feel like trucks can age. You know, if like, if I see a guy he's driving an old truck, I'm like, man, that guy. Yeah, it makes sense. He takes care of his truck. Uh, I think there's a sweet spot. Um, like, I don't think my current vehicle yeah. in 20 years down the road would you'd be like, that's a sweet classic Tundra. Yeah. Where, like, you know, if you or I see, like, a 74 F-50, right. you're like, sweet truck. Well, maybe not even sweet, but if I saw you 20 years from now driving a truck, I'd just go, oh, I got worse on the farm. True. Driving True. a truck. There are some cars, though, when they age, like, so you can drive a 20-year-old truck, and I'm just like, oh, I won't think nothing of it, really. If I see, like, a, somebody driving, like, a Saturn, what the fuck are you still driving a Saturn for? Get a new car. I feel like my car's like that, where, like, 10 years from now, I think it's just like, yeah, this isn't a car I can just drive forever. Yeah. I'm going to. That's my plan, unless something in my life drastically changes where someone gives me more money for something. Podcasting pops off, and all of a sudden I'm a millionaire. Maybe then I'll think about getting a new truck or getting a new rig. But uh, no. yeah, I don't know if uh, you know these these new looking uh, weird hatchback SUV things. I was like, I don't know, maybe because they're so new looking that I can't picture them twenty years in the future. But yeah, maybe, maybe that that's what everybody's that, going. That could be it. Yeah, that could be it. Because yeah, there's certain cars. I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. The guy's driving a Honda from the '90s. Why not drive a Honda from the '90s? But then, yeah, so, yeah. I, know, I see the Kia Rio from 2004. I was like, that cannot be safe. <laughs> this seems dangerous for you to be on the road right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you think about like those classic cars of someone who's got like this sweet classic, you know, Chevy fucking Camaro yeah. or, or something. Like, they're loud. They look cool as fuck. They're uh, fast. You get in a rollover, you're fucked. Yeah. Also, how do you control the radio? No buttons on the stereo. <laughs> 
hey, you're driving a car from Sideways, you better install a roll cage. Yeah. 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 In, in, internal roll cage. Aftermarket. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the seat belt that goes over both shoulders. Oh, yeah, it clips in the middle. Like, yeah. Like a race car. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you should do. Put a racing car seatbelt. Yeah. Probably ought to wear a helmet, too. My, yeah. Nah, maybe not. There are people, I, I do see like some of those like old, like even going like older, they look older, like cars from like the 50s, you know, you see like, you know, they're obviously um, show cars, they have, yeah. like, a special license plate, but they'll be on like a convertible. Yeah. And they sit, cause, like, I would wear a helmet. Yeah. You don't look secure in this. Or you see the guys zipping around in those really crazy looking um, three wheel things. Yeah. Um, with the, the one wheel on the back. Yeah. Um. We, we got a guy that's got one of those in our neighborhood, and when he first got it, he was zipping all over the place. But I have noticed that he does wear a helmet now, hmm. and I I don't know if it's a legal legality thing. Maybe he found out, uh, maybe he got a ticket. Yeah. I don't know if you have to have one for that. It's open top. Right. And three-wheeled. I assume you got to have a helmet to drive that. Makes sense, yeah. State. But, yeah. Hmm. There you have uh, it. Yeah. Good show. See you so, next week. Yeah. This, oh, yeah. By the way, we changed our format. This now. <laughs> car talk. It's a car talk. It's a car talk. The car talk guys retired. Yeah. And they they called us up and said, hey, Here, you guys want to talk cars. Here's our here's our catch, though. We don't know really shit about cars. No, we can't. We, we, Mike yeah. struggled to pull out Camaro, and I offered no help because I do nothing. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't know. I got a picture in my brain. Some Steve McQueen would drive, but I can't give you a, a, a title of, of whatever that is. Stingray? Is that a thing? Yeah. Corvette Stingray. Yeah. That's a deal. Fenders. Fins? Fenders. Fins. Fins on the car? Sure deal. Big Speaking block. Speaking of fins, you uh, you hyped up for Aquaman? Um, Kind of. Really? Not hyped, but as compared to other DC movies where I go... I have no interest in seeing that. That looks stupid. I see the Aquaman trailers. I also just saw J- like Jason Momoa doing like the you know like the press like you know showing up on like Kimmel. And yeah, like, he did SNL. And he did SNL. I was like, oh, he's a he's a likable guy. I think like, he's a likable guy. That's Cal Drago. I think he's a likable guy. Uh, and the movie kind of looks fun. I like. I don't know. I'm not gonna see opening weekend, but like if it's like a Wednesday and like Aquaman's out there, I'm not gonna not see Aquaman. I I will not not see Aquaman. By the time it gets to HBO. Whether I see it in theaters, whether I rent it, at some point I will see Aquaman. So, in that case, yeah, I guess I'm hyped. I think I'm never going to see Aquaman. You're never going to see it. It looks like a pile of shit yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm not ever going to see Aquaman. They're like talking underwater and it's fine. Yeah, well, because... I'm sure there's some lore involved. I don't give a fuck. I hope they don't address it at all. They don't address the speaking. There's... Yeah, like... That they'd be better off not like, hey, these people have some sort of uh Yeah. What what keeps the water from filling in their mouth as soon as they yeah. open it? Yeah. You know. Yeah, I think it looks like a giant pile of shit. Yeah. Um I'm happy you're gonna see it though. Yeah. Sometime within before it hits HBO. Yeah, okay. I will see it. I'll probably rent it. That's a renter. Keep my streak of never seeing uh these new Schneider uh DC movies in theaters, yeah. Saw the Batman's, I guess. That's you know we're, we're it, DC. It's like a post, uh, it's you know, post Christopher Nolan. Yeah, po- post post Nolan after Nolan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. or uh, pre Nolan's. Yeah, so right. I, be, or, yeah, that was my time. But yeah, since then I was like, yeah, I don't want to go to the theater. 
Seems long. Probably be like 225, I bet. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Aquaman. You know what? I don't know anything about Aquaman. Kind of seems like a lame superhero, but I don't know anything about him. Yeah, I think it's pretty lame. Yeah. So, um, well, outside of uh, the commercial for Aquaman, what else have you been watching? Oh, I didn't see much. um, Watched. uh, In fact, I saw so little, I didn't even write down. Um, Actually, I've watched since last we watched the first season of The Sinner. Okay. That's all I've seen. That's it. Uh, I see that. On my Netflix when I'm scrolling through and it's like, would you like to watch The Sinner? Like, right, what else you got? It's fucking awesome. Yeah. What, I highly recommend it. What's the elevator pitch for The Sinner? The, um, We're on four floors. Time that out however you may. Um, I'm just listening to the elevator. Doors are closing. Bing. Uh, you should what check, floor? You should check four? out The okay. Sinner. It's, it's um, a, a crime drama with a twist. Second floor? <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a crime twist. drama. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a crime drama from the, uh... with a twist. With, um, it's kind of got some, uh, I won't say a quirky detective, but yeah. he's a... Bill Pullman plays a detective, and very cool performance. Um, takes the detective role in a, in a different direction than okay. most. I, I really enjoyed it, and there's... There's some stuff, there's some, a lot of moving parts. Interesting. This, yeah, it's pretty good. The name in the poster from Netflix, I thought it was a horror. It is a not horror a, No, it is not a horror. It's called The Sinner, and I feel like their poster is kind of scary. Yeah, it, it is it's not got a, Jessica Biel in it? Not a horror. Yeah, Jessica uh, Biel is the, the... I think it kind of looks like the house... character? The Haunting of Hill House. Like, if you put those posters side by side, I feel like there's a lot of similarities. I, I know what you're talking like about. Like a lady, yeah. you know? Yeah. Pale and lady. I, I think it is a USA show. Oh, okay. Because I believe... The Sinner Season 2, which Jessica Biel is not in. She uh. just produces. And that gets... That's... Spoiler like, alert. That's like Biel. 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. I think it's a... I think it's like um, anthology type. Oh, okay. But I do think Bill Pullman's in the second one. Yeah. So maybe just follows a detective. But um, that's at like 96% on Rotten Tomatoes or something for Season mm-hmm. 2. And that's on demand right now. So you yeah. can watch Season 2 on demand. Oh. I don't I trust Rotten Tomatoes for TV. What are those guys now? Oh. I go Metacritic. They're like, I think Rotten Tomatoes for TV is pretty legit. They they seem to be pretty well aligned with my taste. I forget what what I'm looking at, but it'll be like episodes. I I don't know about Metacritic. Uh, TV, I don't know if I ever, uh, I feel like TV is just so, like there's so much TV, it's for everybody. I don't know if I trust a rating for like, I don't know if I've ever had, had to, like, look at a rating and be like, is this a good show or not? And, like, TV's the one thing where it's still, like, word of mouth. That'll get me to... Sure. Yeah. Um, but, I guess, yeah, I guess better critics is probably what I'd look at. I don't know. Does TV have their own? But, anyway. So, you look at Rod... I feel what I'm, I'll be looking at. But, it'll kind of be, it's kind of like TV Guide. It'll show you, like, oh, upcoming episodes for the week. Uh, and, I know they're just reviewing the episodes. And, it's just people who are reviewing that show. But, it'll be like, this is us. Episode 8, season 4. 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's like, well, whoever's reviewing that. So it's just, it gives me a little chuckle when I just see, like, here are the four episodes that are coming out. Big Bang Theory. 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I, uh... Best per episode. Yeah, I mean, I just, just whoever. I, yeah. I look at the aggregate on yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. I want to see what Big Bang Theory has on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got, it's probably 100%. Everybody has a giant boner for that show. 
And I have watched it and I have laughed. I'm just, I'm kind of, I'm over network sitcoms as yeah. of right now. Something may bring me back. If they bring The Office back, that might, that might reel me back in or something like that. But so now let me click on Big Bang Theory. Clearly there's some sort of conspiracy. <laughs> Showing it to me. Big Bang Theory. Click on it. There we go. BBT. Tomato meter. No score yet. Audiences, 67%. Ooh, we've got some early, early, early viewers for this week's episode, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there, there we go. So that's it, just TV, huh? Yeah, that's it. That's all I watched. Uh, that uh, season one of The Center. I guess I, my app doesn't give TV. Recom- uh, how do you recommend it? Yeah. Let, oh wait, no. What am I looking at? I don't even know if my. Uh, I use Flickster. That's how I get to Rotten Tomatoes. Hmm. And, uh, I thought Flickster was dead. It's still... Uh, I can still buy movie tickets off it. <laughs> it tells me what's coming. Uh, but it didn't show me any TV. I can tell you uh, Mortal Engines uh, sitting at 32% right now on Rotten Tomatoes. And well, that looks like if I could pull uh, a critique from Mike, a big pile of piece of shit. <laughs> that movie looks like that a looks, giant pile of shit. I see that trailer from the people who brought you... Like, what? What was the other one that they brought us? I was like, I don't give a shit. This looks stupid. That's uh, Lord of the Rings or something. Peter Jack, yeah, it's Peter Jackson. Yeah. Oh, is that what? I don't know. If he, I think he. I think he might have produced it. Yeah, or oh. Weta Studios or whatever. Let's see details. Yeah, Christian River. So I assume yeah, he probably has his hand in some production. But yeah, yeah. that movie was dumb. Looks terrible. In the future, cities must be on wheels. Why? First, explain. But I don't got time for this. Because the the Earth is inhospitable, Mark. Yeah. You don't even need explanation. Just think about it. Yeah. Why would we float a city? Inhospitable. Why don't people get rid of cities at that point? Matt, that's why Mad Max makes sense and Immortal Engines doesn't. People yeah. go people go rogue. Mad Max is the shit. Yeah. There's a good movie for you. <laughs> I didn't see it this week, but I, I would have. What else we got? The Mule, sixty four percent. These are all pre yeah, these before they come out. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to see the meal. That's it. No matter what, it's Rotten Tomatoes. I'm going to see the meal. That's, yeah. That's all we're getting this this week. Mortal Engines and the Mule. Uh, probably take another week off to go to the movies. <laughs> I don't know what else is out. It's like December. I'm like, oh, there should be stuff for me to see. And I wanted to go see a movie last Thursday. And I was like, I got nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I mean, Overlord's gone. Yeah. But. I saw Widows. I saw Creed. I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to see Wreck-It Ralph. That's a, that's a cartoon. It's for kids. I can't go buy a one ticket for that. Robin Hood. No. That looked terrible. Fantastic Beasts and the Crimes of Grindelwald. I don't know who that is. Harry Potter. I didn't see the first one. So now now I got I got introduced to Grindelwald. Now I hear about his crimes. Instant Family. No. 80% runs better though. It's probably, feel good. it's probably a feel-good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr. Seuss's The Grinch. Yeah, I don't want to see it. I prefer that 20-minute cartoon. Yes. We may get into this when we start doing our movie. The 20-minute cartoon is the perfect Grinch. No other Grinches need to be made. I had a conversation with a co-worker who is a bit younger than me. She's, I think she's 26, 27. Yeah. I had thought she was like 22. Uh-huh. That's wrong. Um, she went to see the Grinch movie. Okay. And she's like, oh, I, like the, I like the original best. And we started talking about the Grinch. Yeah. And I was talking about the 20-minute cartoon. Right. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. She was talking about the fucking Jim Carrey movie oh. as the original. 
And we're talking... She thinks I'm talking, and we're both just confusing each other. Yeah. And then it, when I found out she was talking about the Jim Carrey movie, I'm like, wait, what the f... I just... I walked away. Yeah. I didn't hurt her feelings, but I walked away. I watched that Jim Carrey <laughs> Grinch last year, and that movie's trash. It's garbage. That's so It's scary. garbage. And that is on critically acclaimed list on Netflix. So, hey, Netflix, get your shit together. Yeah, That's well, all I'm saying. I got the Flickster right here. Is that... I mean, is that certified fresh? No way. That uh, movie made whoever owns the Dr. Seuss estate to say we're never doing another live action Dr. Seuss. The 52%. Wife, the wife of, or the daughter of Seuss. Ugh. Yeah. She was so pissed that off. garbage. She's that like, movie's, it's garbage. It's the Rob Zombie of, like, the Rob Zombie Halloween of <laughs> Dr. Seuss movies. We don't need a backstory on the Grinch. The Grinch is just a, he, he's, he's a cruel mother. The song gives us all the backstory yep. we need. That's all you need. They pack everything in to a minute and a half song with a great horn section. Yeah, that's all you need. We don't need to like, oh, well, he was adopted by these people, and then people were mean. Like, no, he's, he's a mean son of a bitch who lives in the mountains, <laughs> who learns the spirit of Christmas one day, and that's magical. He's a mean son of a bitch. That's what the lyrics, right? Yep. You're a mean son of a bitch, Mr. Grinch. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see anything either this week. I didn't see nothing. Uh, Netflix, Netflix original movie, I saw El Camino Christmas. It's, it's listed as a black comedy. Uh, Terrible title. Yeah. Well, is there a car involved? No, it's, it's a town in Nevada. Small. So it's a small town, small desert town kind of thing. It's called El Camino is the town. Okay. So it's Christmas in El Camino. It's about uh, kind of a liquor store gets like held up. So it's a hostage situation on Christmas Day. Tim Allen's in it and uh, Dak Shepard and... Uh, Red Foreman, yeah, from that '70s show. And, wow, uh, that's a uh, uh, that's quite the trio who's, there. Who's a uh, ah oh, shit? Why can't um, man? Guy was in Full Metal Jacket and like Matthew Modine. No, we got and he was in Daredevil, and um, he was in uh, Law and Order, Criminal Intent, and he was in Vincent uh, D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio, thank you. Vincent D'Onofrio's in it. And, uh, uh, yeah, uh, it, it's, it's not very good. It's not the worst, but if you're looking for a Christmas movie, I'd probably skip this one. I, you know, I appreciate the idea of trying to do a black comedy Christmas movie. I thought there should be more of it, but this, this was a miss. Mm. I don't know what the best black comedy Christmas movie is. I like that one with Paul Rudd and or uh, Paul Rudd and Paul Giamatti, uh, where they sell Christmas trees. I, I kind of like that one, but uh, outside of that, you know, I like the uh, yeah, I guess adult Christmas movie, but um, they're all winners. Yeah. So uh, and then after that, uh, hanging out, I was like, hey, I'm gonna watch a movie. You know, I need to watch a movie on my shelf because I buy these. Might as well watch them. Watch Edge of Tomorrow. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. That's, that's a fantastic movie. It's such a cool movie. Yeah. That's a movie. It it's a it's like science fiction, whatever, you know, alien movie. Everything makes sense to me. They explain that's really what I took away from it. It's like everything makes sense. Why it keeps resetting. All this stuff. It just makes sense to me. Uh action's great, Tom Cruise is great, Emily Blunt's great. 
Yeah. Emily Blunt is really good in that. Yeah. God, that's a good movie. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're looking for a rewatch, yeah. throw it down to tomorrow. Down to tomorrow. Why not? Yeah, you got the Blu-ray sitting there. Go ahead and watch it. See the, the aliens look cool. Uh, the war's, war's cool. The mech suits are fun. Yeah, good movie. That's it. That's all I saw. That's all right. Yeah, it was busy. Yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to pile in the shows. We, we had to, we had to buy a Christmas tree. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, we. I did see the first episode of season two of Making a Murderer. Okay. Also, I forgot to yeah. mention that. Saw that was on a Netflix released their most binged shows of the year. Oh. And Making the Murderer season two was on there. Ah, yeah. So we so, just watched the first episode. Makes sense. I enjoyed it. I was curious what they were gonna do with it. Yeah. And I like what they're doing with it. Yeah, we just gotta have time to watch more. I think. I mean, let's. He probably did it. Let's actually make a murderer now. That should be the next season three. Let's make a murderer from a young child. Then we get. Oh no! Nature no, and nurture. You know. Um, they already tried to do that with that Ethan Hawke movie. Um, you know that movie was like twenty years in the making or whatever. Uh, came out a few oh, years ago. Oh, Boy's Life. Yeah, they tried to do that. Wouldn't, that be, a, wouldn't that be a crazy <laughs> twist? <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, the director, uh, I forget who did it, but it was just like, let's go with this. <laughs> like, that kid just turned into a real creep when yeah, he turned 16. They tried to do that. The, thing, the, the deal is, it's just like, you can't really actually make a murderer. Murders are just like, happen. Murders are, you know? yeah, that's really what so. we found out. You can't make a murder, murders are born. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Alright, yeah. I, I, I kind of missed that part in A Boy's Life. But, yeah, I guess I could see parts like Act 3. Yeah. <laughs> that might be a line. You can't make a murder. You can't make a murder? Yeah. Um, let's do a little make a case. And since we didn't see anything, we'll make the case for something. Where's my notes? There we go. I'm pulling it up. Alright, I'm going to pick a movie. You pick Heads or Tails. And we're, we're going to discuss a potential rumored Remake or sequel that I found on IMDb. So you pick heads or tails. I'm picking tails this You're going tails. All right. Okay. I will pick the movie. Uh, it gives me a little... little uh, I'll do this one. All right. So I will make the case. Damn why, right you will. Why they should make a sequel to Bill and Ted. Starring Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves. This is rumored. It's on IMDb. Uh, it's time. <laughs> That's how I start this. It's time. We're getting all these, you know, what America needs now is you need slacker teen comedies, but starring grown men. <laughs> Bill and Ted, they got a magic telephone booth um, already in 2019. By the this movie comes out. 2020, maybe. Maybe start filming 2019. The special effects will be so great. It's going to be in 3D. Uh, maybe they do a thing where like they can age down Alice Winter and Keanu Reeves. That'll be fun, because then we see get to see adult Keanu and, and uh, Alice Winter, and then maybe they age him down to the young side. I'm kind of picturing like Terminator Salvation. We know the end game of Bill and Ted based on the second one, but now we get to see how it happens and like the trials and tribulations where they go and save humanity. Uh, I really think watching the second one, it's an incomplete story. And I think we need that that finish line. And, uh, you know, Keanu, he's doing John Wick. Maybe throw a bone. Alex Winter, what's he up to? I don't know. Just 
just trying to live off those those bill checks at conventions. So let's get him back in the movies. I thought he was going to be the star from those. I was wrong. Yeah. Um, I can I can argue against this with four words. Okay. George Carlin is dead. Is he though? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we should remake that movie. Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey is considered by many to be one of the greatest sequels ever made. I'm surprised we haven't done it. So, I don't think creating a third movie, they cannot they cannot outdo themselves. They will come in and it will be a total bust. Yeah. And I, Plus, George Carlin is dead. I mean, I guess they could do some cool Princess Leia kind of yeah. General Tarkin shit like Star Wars did. Uh, and... He's got Keanu's doing John Wick. Yeah, I want him concentrated on John Wick as a character. Yeah, we get three this next year. Fuck. Yeah, that's a good fucking. That's a good. That's some good shit. John John Wick three. Uh, I don't know anything about it. I heard an interview with Jason uh, Manzukis from the League this week. He is in John Wick three. The host asked him if he was if he went down to Columbia, and he said. Not my scenes. So, <laughs> I think part of John Wick takes place in uh, Colombia. So, that would be Oh, fun. cool, cool. Yeah. We're in the jungle. The Amazon. I forgot where he asked him, but he was like, not so I had a film. <laughs> so, yeah. I look forward to John Wick 3. You're probably right. They probably should not remake or have a sequel. to. Would you like to see a remake of Bill and Ted? No. If, well, which would you rather see? A sequel starring the original guys who are in their 50s now? Or... It was announced they're doing a remake. Fresh actors. You have to, you have to watch one. I would I would choose a sequel with Keanu, and I just don't want to see anyone else. Yeah. I, I mean, especially because you like, know what they're gonna do. Yeah. What they're probably end up gonna do is uh, they're gonna do that Dumb and Dumber two deal. Yeah. That's what's gonna happen. They're gonna cast all new guys. It's gonna be a shit show. Yeah. Um. It doesn't work, Bill and Ted, in 2018 either because the internet exists. Yeah, exactly. And, and that would be their biggest hurdles. Like, why do these guys need a phone booth to go back in time and do their history report when they can just jump on the internet yeah. and have it right there? I mean, they could have just looked in an encyclopedia, too. Bill and Ted, um, but that's a book. But yeah, it is a book, you're right. Bill and Ted kind of invented the internet. Yeah. If you think about that it. it. Yeah, they did. The idea of that. All right, well. Yeah, I think maybe we ought to do Bogus Journey. Yeah. For the show soon. I mean, people do say it is. I mean, it, it, lists I see, I can, I'll cite them if you want me to cite them, but it goes, Godfather 2, Bogus Journey, Terminator 2. I see that top three a lot of places. Definitely. So, it, it's there. Aliens. Probably four. Probably four. Probably was a four. But yeah, you can't touch Bogus. I mean, they play Twister against death. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, I don't know if anybody wins this game. You've heard both sides of the argument. You decide. Uh, I kind of agree with Mike. I, I really hope they. I hope this falls through. I hope Keanu's like, oh, you know what? I got to do John Wick 4. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. This might be like behind the scenes stuff here. Yeah. Um, podcast behind the scenes. Uh-huh. When I choose Tails yeah. and Tails comes up, uh-huh. does that mean I have to go for the movie or against the movie? Against. So that's the you're trying to win, so you don't have to. So the winner, yeah, gets the easier route. Wait, yes, if you win, 
Yeah. No, the way I have it is, yeah, if you win, you go against. Okay. If you... <laughs> yeah. If you lose, you go for. That's I was starting to get a sneaking suspicion yeah. that you had this other... This other side game that I didn't know about where I always had to be pro yeah. crappy sequel. So yeah. I was expecting to go pro today. Yeah. No, yeah. No. Yeah. If there you, is a coin flip. Yes. <laughs> I, I do it on my app. I have a, a coin app. I flip it. If you win, you go against. If you lose, you're four. Okay. And you you've you've lost quite a few times. <laughs> Because um, for the audience, uh, Mark's not flipping a quarter. No. He's just like holding his phone up and like, he could have been just doing fake. I could have just been hitting, yeah, no. <laughs> like when you want to look look busy so you don't have to talk to a stranger. Yeah. You're doing fake phone things. Uh, I have a lot of tabs open, but yes, no. <laughs> I got a coin flip app on my phone. I could, with it, I, you know, I could do this with it, but that was oh. silly. You could just touch it with your That's phone. That's a cool app. Yeah. I, mean, I need to get that app. Oh, I'm yeah. Flipping a coin it's got... You could do random numbers. You could do a flip a coin. You can do a uh, randomizer if you want to like put like four things, type them out, and then you just like boom, randomize them. If you want to do like a draft or something, yeah, or find a place to eat, yeah, um, yeah. Nothing left to say except for we watched a movie this week. I guess. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of movies, we watched two. Uh, maybe I only watched one. Uh, we did nineteen. 19- 93 2 ah, so yeah. close 1992 yeah. sequel to 1990s Home Alone Home Alone 2 Lost in New York uh, it's the sequel to the first Home Alone which uh, was a movie starring Macaulay Culkin Joe Pesci Daniel Stern uh, about a young boy whose family goes on a European vacation and he gets left at home during the holidays uh, and wacky adventures uh, happen Ending with burglars trying to break into his house that he has to defend using a bunch of, um, I don't know, Tom and Jerry type traps and uh, things. Um, I, don't know. I, I like that. Tom and Jerry yeah, type Yeah, Tom and Jerry. I mean, it was Jackass before Jackass. Why the Coyote types of Watching, you know, guys get like, you know, in the balls with pipes and stuff. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it breaks down the smash on their head. Uh, huge success. Did you rewatch Home Alone in preparation for Home Alone 2? I did. You did? I did. Not really a stretch. No. I watch it every year on okay. Christmas. Yeah. Uh, what was your thoughts of rewatching Home Alone? Again, I, for... I I thoroughly enjoy that film yeah. every time I watch it. It it uh, yeah just allows me to be a kid again for about an hour fifty two yeah. minutes or whatever it is. What is the runtime on that? Do I have it? It's under two. I think it's under two hours. Yeah. Hundred three minutes. Yeah, so hour Talking, 40. Yeah, hour 43. That's, that's, that's a good time for a kid's movie. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm probably alone on an island here. I do not like the movie Home Alone. Uh, and I think it's a Macaulay Culkin problem. No. I just don't like Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin, he wouldn't be a child actor in 2018. Not when we got kids winning Academy Awards and stuff. It's, it's such a wooden performance when he's uh, reciting his dialogue. It takes me out of it. I, I don't think that... Argument holds because we may have kids winning Academy Awards, yeah. but we have a lot of shitty fucking child actors out there. Oh. And Macaulay Culkin didn't win an Academy Award for this movie. Yeah, they would have got someone better. <laughs> they they, 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 they should have held out. 
Yeah, J- Jacob Tremblay, you know? Um, yeah. Child actors, it, child acting in general is a weird thing. Yeah. I'll be watching TV and I'll see a commercial. Just yeah. a commercial. And yeah. there's a kid in it. And I was like, that kid did not choose to do this. His uh, parents put him right. into this. And, and to me, it's such a, it's such yeah. a weird thing. Do you think in 2018, Macaulay Culkin would be the phenomenon Macaulay Culkin was? Given a, a movie, it's weird how many. Given a movie of the stature of Home Alone, he would. Yeah, he. That's the thing. Like Macaulay Culkin wasn't the vehicle for Home Alone. Home Alone was the vehicle for Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, in my opinion, any other kid in that role would have been a megastar. Yeah, I think he's lucked out. Poor Kieran. Yeah. Now, didn't he? Now, didn't Macaulay Culkin have like or a Rory. have some sort of a conflict with his parents over his money? I think that's a thing I've heard. With, yeah, uh, yeah. But like I said, they have the other one. Yeah, they have the other cash cows. Yep. Yeah. Um, his brother's excellent in that uh, HBO show, by the way. Um, Secession. Oh yeah. His other brother, or I don't know, maybe the same brother, uh, had a weird part in. Um, Castle Rock. I didn't know he was there for, other than to give a lot of exposition. So, they're still working. The yeah. Culkins. Culkins. Getting it done. Uh, well, Mike alluded to it, how big Home Alone was. Um, it had an $18 million budget. It made $285 million wow. domestically. That's big time. Uh, it was open number one that week, uh, beating Rocky Five, which was also opening. Child's Play 2 in its second week. The Rescuers Down Under and Ghost. Ghost was in its 19th week. Still coming in at five. People loved Ghost. Yeah, people uh, loved Ghost. Not as much as they loved Home Alone, which was the number one movie of 1990, beating Ghost. Those were the, the top two movies. For um, the whole year. Yeah. So for the whole, whole year. Yeah, and this movie um, premiered in November, so made a lot of money. In, yeah, it's it's two two month run leading up to the end of the year. Uh, people loved Home Alone. Everybody went to go see it. Yeah. yeah, again, that's why I'm alone on my own. I was like, I still like this movie. <laughs> it's just like for that's me, it's just it's just like scene to scene. It's just like, all right, here's the scene, and then goes the scene. Like, Let's get to the wet bandits. <laughs> Let's get to them. But we need to build the motivations of. I think I also side with uh, of young Kevin, like what he. I also think watching that movie, I was like, I just side with Buzz. Fuck Kevin. <laughs> Fuck you're 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 kind of a little I, I side with Buzz, I side with Uncle Frank. You're kind of a little jerk. <laughs> you're kind of rude to your family for being a nine year old boy, you, you talk back a little much. So huge mega hit, made all the money. Of course they gotta make a sequel. Yeah. That's just what you do. Yep. Macaulay Culkin. Height of his powers. He's about to go do a bunch of other stuff. He's about to do that horror movie. Oh yeah. Uh, good, the good son, son. Uh, Richie Rich right around the corner that one movie he did with Ted Danson where Ted Danson's his dad that movie with the girl that's now in Veep yeah oh my girl my girl oh good for her yeah yeah you you go you've heard of the, the movie with the girl with Veep I go the one where he get he, those bees got him movies <laughs> <laughs> where he got he got, got by bees uh, so flash forward two years later, Kevin is reunited with his family at the end of the first one. Just the next year, they're planning on taking another Christmas vacation. They're this time they're going to Florida, not all the way across the pond. Uh, Kevin this time at least makes it to the airport after having a falling out with his family the night before, but gets on the wrong plane, ends up New York, 
where crazy shenanigans ensue. And again, the wet bandits, this time the sticky bandits, uh, are out for revenge. And it's up to Kevin to foil their plans and once again has to build a bunch of Tom and Jerry traps uh, to, uh, you know, uh, attempt to kill these men. Right. Yeah. Uh, what did you think? Is this one you also watch every year? Uh, I don't watch this one every year, though yeah. I might. I might start. Yeah. Um, what is your one sentence, 140 late character tweet about Home Alone 2, Lost in New York? Kevin McAllister returns in another romp to foil the plans of of some stupid idiot. Yeah. Uh, think trying to think of a more, uh, a better, um, I'm running out of words. Yeah. Um, <laughs> idiot robbers and and reunite with his family yeah once again uh this I, time in the big apple <laughs> i didn't read right one right, right off the box it's um for me it's the same beats as the first one uh yeah except with tim curry they add it is the same beats as the first yeah. one but they add some more layers to it yeah. With, they they add the 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 hotel gang. Yes. The the Rob Schneider, the Tim Curry, uh, I don't know the woman's uh, real name. Very familiar looking though. Um, when, you, when you see her, you go, I yeah. Know, but yeah. They Rob have, Schneider. They add that Curry. layer. That layer um, is new. I like, like that. The bird lady is like that's just part of this movie. Uh, it, it bothers me about a lot of sequels. Even though I, I understand it's a kid movie, you just gotta you know it's it's a holiday movie, kids movie. You want to just capture the success of Home Alone. I was like. I hate when there's a movie and then all the life lessons you're supposed to learn at the end of the movie by the sequel, they just forget them all. Like, Kevin, you learn from the salt man, you're not supposed to judge people, and here you're judging the pigeon lady. And then you're going to learn a little something about acceptance, and yeah, but, come back and save the day. But it makes sense, though, because even though he had these lessons and yeah. he is in these movies wise beyond his years. Very wise beyond his years. He's still a, he's still a nine-year-old kid. Ten, and so I still think if I was ten and I saw a lady yeah. with crazy birds, even though my ass was saved by a crazy snow shovel man mm-hmm. the year before, and I saw a crazy bird lady in the park by myself, I'd be like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, but you didn't have to live through this thing he lived through, which I mean was pretty traumatic <laughs> for any nine-year-old. <laughs> the fact that people tried to rob his house. Oh, absolutely, uh, absolutely, yeah. Just like even just the setup where, uh, I was like, man, his family just straight up forgot how they felt last year when Kevin wasn't there. They're right back to like treating Kevin like shit. They 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 do treat him like shit. Yeah, but he seems like a little shit. And he also forgets the lesson of like family's important around Christmas because yeah. he's right back to being a little jerk. I mean, so this time he's a little pervert. This as Uncle, <laughs> as Uncle Frank says. He doesn't, he doesn't, like, full out wish they were gone. Yeah. Like the first one. Because that was like, like a, a kid wishing his family would disappear is yeah. pretty low. Yeah. This time he just kind of got lucky. He Well, he wishes he had his own money so he'd go on vacation by himself. Which is a wish. I, being an adult man, have never wished my family to be gone. I have wished to go on vacation by myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is, at least in this one, I can relate. <laughs> to Kevin McAllister in this one I was like yeah I get it man holidays are tough especially you got all those people there yeah there's only two sets of adults yeah mom man. and dad and then Uncle Frank, Frank and, yeah. yeah 
Georgina. Man, they got a lot of kids. Oh no, that's that's Uncle Rob's wife, who we never meet. Yeah. Georgina. That's just a phone call. Oh, there's a ton. Of, that is a salute. Yeah. That's a buttload of kids. Uh, that is a buttload of kids. I know there's been a million jokes and like theories about what, but like, what does Kevin's parents do? He's paying for nephews and nieces to, to sort of go a, to Paris and Florida. Some sort of an executive oh. position. Mobster. Uh, he could be a mobster. He's a mob guy. But yeah, they, and they he's just luck. Like, the web banners are lucky that I, he never found out. I love, I love Uncle Frank's like, "Don't ruin my vacation." Your father paid good money for me to go on, or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah I like yeah. Uncle Frank. He's a dip. Uh, I love that dip. I got a bit. I got to listen in the bad, our bad category. Even though I do enjoy the character, I'm just like this guy is a fuck. Like Kevin is ten years old. The way adults treat children in this movie is like mind blowing. It's like that kid's fucking ten. Well, just be cool, Uncle Frank. But I do like the character, Uncle Frank. But he does seem just like a big piece of shit. Yeah. And Buzz is that his brother? And Buzz plays a great older brother though. Yeah. Uh... I mean, I don't, like, I don't know that, really, the age difference. But the following year, they're, like, the whole, all those kids are in the same choir. So I don't know what, like, private school they go to that they're, like, all, like, in the same school. But yeah. it seems like. Maybe it's a church choir? Maybe. Yeah. But he, he, he seemed like in the, he, he was, like, in high school and Kevin was in third grade yeah Kevin's 10 so I mean he what fourth grade or something like yeah, that like, I have, and like I Buzz have, looks like he's 16 yeah and I have brothers that are much younger than me yeah and yeah I, I you know I goofed on him a lot mm-hmm. but I was never that mean to him let's start so normally I like to start with the good let's start with the bad just cause we're okay. on it um I have adults so I, I have Uncle Frank but really it's the adults in this world I just I think are bad um Buzz's prank on Kevin during the choir wasn't that hilarious. And people are losing their mind like they're at, uh, I don't know, like a Richard Pryor stand-up. People are just belly laughing <laughs> because he's playing the drums on this kid's head. Again, adults. This kid's 10. Keep it together. I, I, thought, I, thought, I thought it wasn't very funny until he went to the drum routine. Oh, you, well, they were losing their shit at just him holding the candles up to his ears. Because his ears were glowing. And it looked like a glow ear. Adults are just... No one wants to look like a glow no. ear for all those people. When Buzz is doing his apology, and he apologizes for the prank, and Uncle Frank was like, I don't know if it was cruel, but it sure was funny. Get a sense of humor, Uncle Frank. This It's a 16-year-old fucking with a 10-year-old with candles. I did... I, I thought that was... Um... Yeah, I mean, not, not, not the most thought-out prank. No, it's... Oh, but if it was spur of the moment, I mean, he 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 had the, he had his tools. Yeah. And he, oh, I don't he, blame Buzz. He used them to the best of his ability. Yeah. But yeah, the adults found it a little too funny. I don't I don't blame Buzz for dicking around. I blame the adults for losing their mind over this and, thing, enabling that, and then blaming Kevin when he pushed him. This was in front of everybody. Everybody saw what happened, and then his mom gets up. Kevin I was like, "You you witnessed what happened. This is why he doesn't like you." Yeah, I mean, this is just that, you know, you gotta take the high ground. Yeah. Kind of things. Uh, That's what well, they expect from Kevin. What did you enjoy about this movie? Um, what didn't I like about it? It, it did just kind of, it, it, it was just, it was the same movie, but in New York for yeah. the most part. Um, I didn't like 
Tim Curry. Uh, I, I liked. I didn't like his suspicion mm. of it. It's un like it's unfair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Immediate suspicion. Yes. That was unfair. Um, I didn't like. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if this is the thing the first one. The the scene I hate hated the most in this movie, and it, it's Macaulay Culkin just giving down. And again, Macaulay Culkin's probably only like twelve in this movie, like the actual age. Right. Maybe a couple years older. So this isn't his fault. They just give him so many lines of dialogue. I just feel like he's reading dialogue. Yeah. And it's when he's checking into the hotel and he's like, Lady. I'm 10. Would I, a 10-year-old, be coming into New York City alone? And he just has all this dialogue. And I'm yeah. Like, this is, that's when I just know, like, oh, you're, this is bad. Like, and I, I didn't like his, like, yes, fist pumps between he everything. He gives, like, three or four of them. Everything he pulls off. He gives up three or four. Yeses. Like, I mean, I guess, like, at that age, yeah. I was around that age when that movie came out. It came out yeah. in 92. You were giving a lot I was of 10 yeses. years old. I was. Yes. I, that was my shit. And I don't know if it's because I saw Home Alone, yeah. or I was really into Turtles. I was always doing yes, my that kind of thing. Would get into a lot of mischief, <laughs> much like a Kevin McAllister. He would have paint cans swing from ropes, and every time, knock his father concussions. Really, is what you're giving him. Well, he'd give a little yes. Look, I mean, Tiger Woods. I I have to think that accidents in the home due to bad movie traps. Skyrocketed yes. the years following Home Alone. How many people just threw marbles on the ground when people were being chased? Like tag, playing All a friendly game of tag, and people would like throw marbles. I on did the ground. that. That's a fucked up thing. To do. I did that. You micro did. machines? Oh, I tried to get my micro machines to, to drop people all the time. And you know what? I didn't ever try to use that yeah. actually did work on accident. Legos, Legos fucking pe- fuck people. Oh and yeah. Walk on. I leave my Legos out. Dad steps on it. He was pissed. That's an easy way to break a collarbone. <laughs> um. Watching this movie, the difference between this being a PG, fun family, kind of slapstick comedy, and this being Saw, is really just blood. <laughs> right? You laugh when Margaret's hit four times with a brick in the face, because he comes I, up, and he's just like, has like marks on his face. If he came up bleeding, you'd be like, oh, that's fucked I up. I still laugh absolutely hysterically at that. I, was, I don't like these movies. I laugh. Like, and that's, I think this is what I just want to get to. I was like, let's get... I just feel like those... Because it's a home loan movie, and maybe I just misremember as a child, I just feel like it's, they should be spread out. He should, he should just always be hitting people with, like, Rube Goldberg <laughs> devices. <laughs> that's who, he should do that to Buzz. He should do that to Uncle Frank. He should be doing... I just want more of it. Because as soon as he hit that kid with the brick, I, I laughed. I, I'm... A little, I'm not ashamed to admit it, but I'm a little because I'm, you know, I'm, I stand by like, oh, that stuff's not funny. But I mean, that scene, he it's fucking funny. He throws like four bricks, five bricks. <laughs> I laugh and they hysterically every single brick that hits Marvin. The yeah, I, I don't, and you know it's gonna happen. Yeah, that's what's so funny. You know, Joe Pesci's gonna move. Yeah, every time. You know it's gonna happen, and oh. I just, I find that so funny. So uh, that's I. So okay, that's the bad. In the good, I do have like that stuff does make me laugh still um, it, it does it's it's it went long i feel like this one hijinks yeah comedy it's physical comedy but it's just hijinks like i hate i hated it when my dad watched that movie and he's like that would kill a man yeah i don't give a shit dad oh if you throw a brick like, from seven stories up 
and you hit a man in the face, he will die. Yeah, I, we, I know, but this is a movie. Yeah. Like, and, and you gotta, you go, hey, hey, you know what, Dad? Uh, you can't really fly a spaceship around space and hyperdrive to another planet in Star Wars, but it's film. <laughs> They're movie. It's make-believe. Yeah, I, and there's some movies where I have a hard time, like, okay, I have to, you know, put reality on hold okay. and just get to this movie. Aquaman talking underwater. Yeah, like, that's gonna be one of them. There, but his mouth should fill water. Even that, time. probably not. But like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, what did you like about? Um, I did enjoy that Kevin is making more connections with people. Yeah. Like the first one, that was the only real connection was with the with the old man neighbor. Yes. But this one, we got the bird lady. We got the toy store lady. Toy store. We have. And then we kind of got the connection with the bellboy. Yeah. A, a li- like a little bit, even though the bellboy's kind of trying to work against him. Yeah. Like the gum thing, and um, even though they're they're kind of like his, you know, foes, his adversaries for a little bit. Yeah, I like that um, more than just Marvin Harry, and then the Bird Lady being more than just showing up at the end, right? You know, kind of, kind of throughout. Yeah, I mean, I guess that in the first episode or the first season, we movie mm. he meets the old guy in the church, and that's sure, when they yeah. talk it out. Or whatever. Yeah, and kind of similar scene to this with the old lady in the uh, the opera house. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, the opera house. But yeah, I mean, we do have those recurring bits like the the talking. Oh, I'm a ten year old boy. You think? Yeah, he had that thing at the grocery store in the first yeah. movie. That's exactly the same with the cashier. Yeah, him at the bellhop, and then him at the toy store. I was like, man, it's so fucking long. I was like, also, you're a liar, Kevin. Why are you so good at lying? He's great at lying. He's like, oh. You don't have to lie to the toy store man. Just give him twenty bucks. But he he comes up with such an elaborate lie to give the guy twenty dollars about how he had how he shoveled a lot of driveways. Has twenty dollars. It's in a jar in the garage behind something, so his older brother doesn't find it. Like, why do you have these elaborate lies? And anytime, anytime, and any adult would tell you this. Anytime a kid is over explaining something, they're guilty. He's lying. They're lying. They're guilty of something. He's a lying fuck. Um, I I did. I, I like the physical bits. I, yeah. I like him making another, like, fucking House of Horrors. Yes. And I got I laughed at every fucking bit, um, even though they don't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, scientifically, Neil deGrasse Tyson can eat a dick. <laughs> Is Neil deGrasse Tyson, does he break he can, out this movie? He can eat a dick, and Mythbusters guys can eat that same dick with him. Because I hate, like, don't tell me. We're talking about a 10-year-old kid going to war against adult criminals. Yeah. Let it let it happen. Really, as well. Yeah, Harry, Harry would have snapped his neck in yeah. ten seconds. Yeah, absolutely. Did. Yeah. Um, this it also had one of my favorite movie things. Oh. I can't tell you another movie that has it. I've seen it before. It is one of my favorite things they do in a movie is convey information to the audience with a newspaper blowing through the wind. Oh, you like that? I absolutely yeah. love that. Yes. It's yep. so fucking like yeah contrived, but it's. I love it. Just like, have it, yeah, blow through. I mean, they could have put it on TV, you know, just yep. everybody's hustling and they'll breaking news. But yeah, I do like the news story. I thought you were going to say your favorite thing that they do in movies is when a character looks directly in the camera and goes, I'm lost in New York, and then he wiggles his eyebrows. Uh, <laughs> that's something I think should happen in all movies, where when you say the title of the movie, you look directly at the camera and you wiggle your eyebrows. <laughs> Chinatown, forget it, Jake. Look to the camera. It's Chinatown, and then wiggle your eyebrows <laughs> up and down. I love it. I, I love anything that happens in movies. <laughs> um, 
Do you want to go bash shit on like a twelve year old kid for his acting skills? Since we're since we're at it, we may yeah. can we double double? Do you want to do a review of the movie in the movie? Yeah, well, so in my good number one, Angels with Even Filthier Souls. <laughs> I have it as a good. I love that the title of the movie is Angels with Even Filthier Souls. You you're kind of particular about your movie sequel names. What do you give the title letter grade? Angels with even filthier souls. That's an A plus. That's an A plus. That's title. An absolutely yeah. yeah, an A plus. If I, Teen Wolf two is an F, this A plus. Yep. And, and um, I mean, little dated. Yeah. I think if Home Alone two Lost in New York was made this year, that it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be the guy blowing away the lady. Yeah. I mean, because we're trying to make political statements in right. this patriarchal world we live in. Yeah. It'd be something different. Yeah. Um, little dated. But very good, great action, and takes place during Christmas. Yes. Love a Christmas movie, especially well, a sequel to a Christmas movie. I want, if we're talking about, you know how some movies will just get like a spinoff or something, I want Angels with Filthy Souls. I want to see the movie. I think. I want to see the whole thing. I, yeah. want, to, I want to know the relationship. Going back to the first one, I want to know the relationship between that, the main guy and the guy he kills. Um, <laughs> I want to know what that guy's business is. Like, I want an hour and a half movie, and then I want the sequel. Where you know he, he kills this woman who's uh, smooching with his brother and then everybody else. Um, yeah, I love it. when he came on. He's watching it. What I just love that ten year old boy. It, all the money in the world, he could do whatever he wants. He's gonna get a bunch of cake and everything, and he's gonna watch a black and white like mob movie. Yeah, yeah, like, that's what he's gonna put on. Watching a mob movie, eating ice cream. Yeah, uh, I love it. And then I liked it in the first one. It made my one of my favorite things for the first one, and then this one, which is then him using the audio to dupe adults. Yep, yep. And then how the audio just plays perfect. Yeah, with uh, taking out one set of dialogue, and uh, yeah, it worked wanna, perfectly with Tim Curry coming back. Do you want to talk about the Talk Boy a little bit? Yeah, let's talk about Talk Boy. Did you have a Talk Boy? I did not have a Talk Boy. Yeah, I wanted a Talk Boy desperately. My friend got a Talk Boy. So Talk Boy was a toy that was made specifically for this movie. And then once the movie came out, uh, whoever, Hasbro or whatever, then put them into stores because everybody wanted a Talk Boy. Tiger, I did not have a Talk Boy. Tiger Electronics. Tigers. I, okay, yeah. They made a lot of like those little handheld games. I had tons of Tiger Electronic yeah. games. Um, yeah. I think they were owned by Hasbro. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I just read that. Yeah, it wasn't a toy. It was made for the movie. And then when the movie came out, boom, that Christmas... Get your tack boys. Yep. Um, my memory was that it played a bigger role in the movie, but he kind of really gets rid of that talk boy pretty quick. Yeah, I, I I had remembered the talk boys a bigger role too, and maybe because it was played such a large part of my childhood. Like I wanted a talk boy desperately. I did not get a talk boy for Christmas that year. My friend got a talk boy, for, and these uh, I mean these things were these were hot toys. They were sold out. Like they were they were like. Uh, like uh, the Tickle Me Elmo thing. Or Furbies, yeah. yeah. Whatever, the I mean, hot Christmas was the toy. Hot yeah. toy. And, and, um, and I don't think my parents would have got me that had it not been sold out. Yeah. But my friend had one, and we were messing around with it. And my dad realized what it, all it was was just a tape recorder. Tape recorder, yeah. And he's just, he's just like, hang on a minute. And he goes, and he's rummaging through these old boxes uh-huh. out of his college grad school box he pulls out one of those little mini cassette recorders yeah. 
and gave that to me, well, that was way better. Yeah. Did it have this? Could you slow it down? Yeah. To be your yeah, dad? you could. Oh, okay. It had every. It had everything that the top boy had, but me and my friends got much more use out of it because we could stick it in our pocket. Yeah. The top boy was big. Yeah, he was top big. Boy. And I feel like no one, uh, all the kids who got talk boys, you know, ages eight to fourteen or whatever, whatever age people wanted talk boys, no one was as good as Kevin McAllister, or as quick on the draw, right? With the record something, play it back, play it for you, and I'll tell you why that skill, because you always had your fucking Beastie Boys tape in there, uh. and you were listening to it through your headphones, and yeah. Oh, I got to record this guy. You had to pull it out, flip yeah. the tape. Just didn't work. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you can't be. Quick on the draw. So. And I, I remember it not, and, and, and of course not, like the movie, he can just push record and hold the record. Yeah. It wasn't like that. Like, it, it was far more mechanical. Oh. I mean, it had to work for real. The one yeah. in the movie didn't work. It was not, it was non-working. Yeah. It was just a fake thing. Great sound, though. Great sound. Because, I mean, when he, when he captures Uncle Frank in the shower, I mean, the, and then plays it back? That's, that's it, what they, that's it what sounds like the real thing. That's hi-fi, Mark. Yeah. High fidelity. <laughs> uh... I, I never got the top boy. We would have liked one, but alas. Um, I wonder if you could get one on eBay. You probably can get one on eBay right now. Oh, how much do you think? Like the original one would be? Uh, I bet they're not too bad because yeah. I bet that half of them are broken. They're probably like eighty bucks. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look. I'll see what the cheapest one is. Mint, maybe mint. It's a couple hundred. Uh, in new in box. Yeah. <laughs> I got a um, couple couple pieces of trivia that just made me. Yeah, I enjoyed. You know, we, we we were big into sequel titles. I think you have to, you know, you could just say two, but I like when you put a little effort into it. Originally, this was going to be called uh, Alone Again, was the working title of this movie, was Alone Again. Ooh. I like Lost in New York. Yeah, Alone think, Again yeah. is too dark. Yes. To me. It's yeah, kind it of a, sound, yeah. yeah, it's kind of got a sinister tone. Yeah. To yeah, I like Home Alone 2, colon, Lost in New York. Yeah. Tells me everything I mean now. And he was never really lost. Yeah, he knew exactly he knew where, he where he was. was. Yeah, he was at the plaza. Yeah, saw it on a game show. Got to meet Trump. Yeah, I lo- I still I laugh my ass off. <laughs> Trump. My wife's always like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "Yeah, he was like, he didn't just show up at the Apprentice. Like Donald Trump's been a celebrity. Yeah, a long time billionaire for a yeah, going back to the eighties. Yep. Um, this one always made this one made me laugh reading it. After one scene, Macaulay Culkin asked Joe Pesci why he never smiled. Pesci told him to shut up. At the time, Pesci said he's pampered a lot by a lot of people. Not me. I think he likes that about me. <laughs> <laughs> or you were just a crossy old man to a kid, Joe Pesci. Just and this is why Joe Pesci never worked again. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't leave the weapon. Ken McAllister made sure. No. Kevin McCall Macaulay Cogan blacklisted Joe Let's Pesci. shut this down. Why don't you smile? Shut up. Shut up. Uh, and then at the time of this movie, which was 1992, Macaulay Culkin was paid four and a half million dollars to star in this film, making him uh, it was the biggest salary ever to a 12 year old child actor. Uh, huge movie, the second one, uh, premiered number one, beating Bram Stoker's Dracula, Malcolm X, Passenger 57, which was in its third week, and A River Runs Through It, which was in its seventh week. Mm. Uh, came in number two though domestically that year uh, behind Aladdin. So ooh, that's a not, hard nut yeah, to crack that Disney yeah. that Disney that Disney show. So yeah. I guess kind of a disappointment. Yeah, to, I mean that's why we. Got, they, what was the total amount made on this one? One hundred and seventy three. So a little less than the original. A little, little less than me. Uh, Still pretty decent money. Production. The budget's not listed as far as box office budget goes, but I mean you're paying four and a half million to Macaulay. 
probably tripled budget. Yeah. Plus all those New York. Oh, you had, you had to rent the plaza. Yeah. You know, all those New York shooting. That's going to be a lot, yeah. Shooting permits and stuff. Oh, yeah. being in uh, Central Park and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Dale Stern at the height of his career. Yeah, he's coming off Bushwhacked and, uh, back, or City Slickers. Uh, we're going to do City Slickers too. Yeah. That's another also, one that's on, on the list. Great, uh, great sequels. And great sequel title. Yeah. The Search for Curly's Search Gold. For Curly's Gold. Um, yeah, okay. Would you like to see a sequel of Home Alone? They did two directed videos, which uh, all it does is take the premise. It has nothing to do with the McAllister family or the Wet Bandits. Can I ask you about the movies within the movies of the two direct? Do we have yeah. any Filthy Souls movies? In those in ones? Those movies? I don't know. Okay. I, gotta, um, I guess we've got to do Home Alone 3. I would like to see Home Alone 3 if we can get another filthiest, yeah. the Angels with the Filthiest Souls. Oh, yeah. Um, just for that. Yeah. I think if they would have made another one in 1995... They would have been just in Why didn't they? Yeah. I mean, you look, it's like, oh, this is the second highest grossing movie of 1992. Let's do a third one. Is it because Macaulay Culkin hit puberty and got, and got gangling weird? Maybe. Because so he's 12 in 1992. Yeah, probably by the time he hits 14. Yeah. I he, mean, a lot changes to a young I boy. Mean, he he kind of like, he didn't, he didn't look like that yeah. cute kid anymore. He got kind of weird looking. Or maybe he wanted to go chase that Oscar. Yeah. Tried to do the good son. That's true. Played play evil kid. Yeah, he was still doing movies. But yeah, he, he got gangly. He got weird. He grew his hair out. Started hanging out with Michael Jackson. Started hanging out with Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson would visit him on the set of Home Alone 2 in New York. Whoa, that's weird. That is weird. That's way too young. Yeah. I didn't think they started hanging out until he was at least an adult. Like a, a, a full, like, legal adult. Oh, no. McCulloch Hogan was in uh, the black and white video. Weird. Rapping. He wasn't rapping, but, like, he was lip-syncing right, rapping. Right. Someone else was rapping. But, yeah, Colgan was in that video. Yeah, it was weird. Um, yeah, I think if... The, obviously, the time was passed. Although, if they were going... If, in 2019, you saw a trailer, teaser trailer, I don't know, newspaper, flies, boom, the wet bandits escape or make parole. The house, you know, pans across the house. And then, just teaser... Home Alone 3. Are you excited? I, yeah, I would be. Yeah, you're at least intrigued. I would be. You kind of want to see what adult Macaulay Culkin, adult Kevin McAllister, and the Wet Bandits. Let's do this one more time. What can they do with this? Yeah. I would be very curious. What the hell can you do with this? I think if, if writing it, uh, I like, it, it makes me laugh, the stuff that's online, the, the, fa- the theories that Kevin McAllister turns into the Jigsaw Killer from Saw. Yeah. Uh, so in this in Home Alone three, he's traumatized obviously by being almost murdered twice by these guys. They get out of prison. He thinks they should have spent life in prison. He goes hunts them down, house of horror style. Uh, but it's also Christmas, and then maybe he learns to forgive him at the end. Yeah, you know that that's the big take home. There's also a weird, creepy old person that at first he's fearful of, but that he learns. Oh, that's just a normal old person. Right. It's a weird old vagrant. Who's also sad because their family left them. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the next question is, what about a remake? No. We you can't do it. No, we don't can't do it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's what those direct-to-video movies are now. But yeah, 
it's kind of like the dinosaur thing, which is that any movie where you go, oh, what if it's Christmas and a kid's left alone? You go, that's Home Alone. It, you won't get away from the comparisons. And, right. Yeah, it just won't be. Although, <laughs> do you kind of want to see more Tom and Jerry <laughs> gadgets and stuff? Yeah, I, I mean, I do. That's the only reason they would make one, is just to give us more of that. Maybe there's a, like, this, like, maybe there's a director's cut out there we can get. Okay, teaser trailer. It comes up. Wet Bandits. But, it's a remake, so it's like, uh, so we're doing Back to New York. Okay. Escape. And then it's like, oh, 19, you know, it comes up, 1993, and the Wet Bandits Escape. It's the house. It's New York. Uh, but then it says, starring Johnny Knoxville and the band Margera. <laughs> Home Alone remake. Are you excited for that? Uh, Knowing that for sure they're going to actually take paint cans to the face? There's going to be actual hammers to the nuts. Uh, I, I, they're, they're, really, they're really going to pull a cord and get a staple gun to the butt? <laughs> Except they're going to know it's coming, even though in the movie they're not supposed to know it's coming. But yeah, they're doing like, ah, just do it. <laughs> I don't know if I do that. If they remake it, what's the biggest hurdle for remaking this particular film? Is it the fact that the family sleeps through their alarm, which couldn't happen in 2018 because of how much everybody just has a cell phone, and you would just tell everybody to set an alarm? Or Kevin getting on the wrong plane? It's getting on the wrong yeah, plane. In post yeah, in a post-9-11 world. Yeah, a post-9-11 world, that can't happen. Yeah. That's that, that, that'd probably be the biggest thing they'd have to figure out. How, to, how, how do you get Kevin in New York? Yeah. Because, yeah, you can't just run into the lady and drop all your boarding passes. They go, oh, you're on this plane? Let me just look it up on my computer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Did we need it? Yeah. I think we did. Uh, again, maybe Alone on the Island. Let me throw this at you. Is it the better film? Uh, uh, let me say why I'm, I'm saying that. Because I feel like it's the same movie. You get the same beats. Yeah. Uh, people getting hit in the face is funny. I like that Marvin Albert... Or Marvin... Marvin Albert. Marvin Harry knew what they were in for. And then they were still getting bested. And I enjoyed the addition of the Tim Curry, Rob Schneider. Uh, bellhops. Or you know, the bellhop and the concierge. So, because I like that addition to a movie that I think is just doing the same movie... Is it the better one to put in? Either way, I'm going to say, yes, we did need it. Because I think that this movie uh, takes what it did from the first one. Whether I liked it or not. And I think it did some good stuff. I'm not going to say it's the better movie. I really like both. I like both these movies. More than I thought I would like it watching again. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. While, and I forgot to mention that in the good. Because you you talked about Tim Carrey's motives. Uh, yeah, and it is crazy that as soon as that kid walks in, he's like, eyeing this kid. Yeah, I mean, there's hundreds of people going yes. in and out of this place every hour. Like, yeah. How? What is it? Oh, I, 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 I wish I would have saw your father. It's like, there's hundreds of people staying there. He, you, his father could have just walked right by yeah. you. Yeah. Um, did you, did you hit, maybe, did you give me the Rotten Tomatoes on these? No. Um, you want to take a guess what the first one is? First one's got to be like 65. 63. Okay. So... Lost in New York. It must be 42. 30. 30. So people didn't like it. And, and yeah. the critics' consensus is, oh, there's no consensus. So. I think, my guess it's lower is because the the, the the booby traps and stuff are a little more over the top. Yeah. 
I mean, we see Mar- Marv's skeleton at one point. Re- yeah, the he old, gets electrocuted so much. Parts a little over. And, yeah, we see his skeleton. Or I mean, we're we're lighting shit on fire. And, yeah, and uh, yeah, Harry can just do a straight up handstand. <laughs> the way he hops on the toilet to dunk his head. Yep. Oh, that, that, was that, that was an athletic move. That was great. He, he pulls. Um, yeah. So I'm going to say, yeah, we needed it. It's, it's fun. Um, it is fun. Kids are going to laugh. That's another reason I don't know if they can make this movie. I don't know if you can just, in 2018, for a kid, a PG movie that you're going to show eight-year-olds, if you want to show them, hitting a guy in the head with a brick. <laughs> I, I don't think it's any worse than showing it to them back in 92. No, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, it's, yeah. They're going to see it. But yeah. yeah, I don't know if 2018, if like the script comes and they're like, if some producers would be like, you can't fucking do, you can't do this <laughs> in a movie. This is crazy. We can't show kids and be like, oh no, it's perfectly fine. They get up. It's okay. Kevin slips on ice. But he's, maybe they do do he's that. Fucking ice. I mean, when's the last time you like tuned into like a real like janky made for TV kids movie? I mean, I watched El Camino Christmas this year. So uh, yeah, I mean, made for TV. Well, and that's Where the difference you, uh, too, is because. It's weird that this, not weird, just like the times, like this was the biggest movie of the year. Yeah. It was, was a kid's movie, um, a Christmas kid's movie, yeah, and I, yeah, I don't know if this movie even gets released in theaters, it would just be like a Disney original, or like put on Netflix Kids or whatever. Yeah, I don't know if it, yeah, and yeah, you're right, I don't see those, like the direct-to-video kids' Christmas movies, um, Christmas movies, they I think we need more of them because uh, I was going through, so Home Alone obviously is the highest grossing movie in 1990 it was the highest grossing Christmas movie ever the next two are How the Grinch Stole Christmas and this year's The Grinch is already the third highest grossing uh, Christmas movie yeah and that's the thing I don't think we're getting a lot of pure Christmas movies yeah. anymore we're getting sometimes a movie takes place in the winter time during Christmas yeah. but yeah we're not getting that that Here's a Christmas movie yeah. to go with your family. After that, it's Home Alone 2, and then it's the Santa Claus movies, and then Elf. So those are it. And it's like, yeah, we haven't well, had it. It's been a few years since we just gotten, like, bring the family. Hey, let's, a comedy about Christmas. And I, I don't think we ever will again. And I, I, and I had a conversation that. with my sister about this when I saw her Thanksgiving. Um, the vehicle for that now is Netflix. And yeah. That's where, the, that's where the traditional Christmas movies are going to be from yeah. now on. Because I just don't think there's a market for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, until they do the Avengers Christmas special movie. Yeah. There's not going to be... They will be direct to stream. Which is fine. I'm going to watch the Kurt Russell movie. Oh yeah, that's right. We and, did get that. And, um, but yeah, they, I think that is that platform yeah. now. It is suited and ideal for the Christmas movie. Yeah. It's just kind of a weird time now where it's like Home Alone was the biggest movie of all time and now the Kurt Russell movie's going to come. People are going to see it. Maybe they'll enjoy it. Maybe they won't. But it's just going to be those every, where everybody you know saw that movie. Right. On that time. Yeah, now it's just different. Yeah, I was reading an article about, yeah, movies in theaters are one or two options, which is you either want to make a billion dollars or you want to win an Academy Award. Yeah. And there's not that in between, like, you just get, you know, a whatever movie. Uh, the only things that kind of maybe qualify for that are horror movies. Yeah, horror movies. Yeah, it was just like, oh yeah, we can just make a really solid horror movie. Because they, they put out lots of mediocre yeah. horror movies. At least we still get like, so. Liam Neeson 
driving a snowplow movie. We'll still get those movies. That fucking looks awesome. That yeah, I'm so <laughs> excited for Liam Neeson taking to the snow. Yeah, I, that, I saw that trailer and I was like, yes. that looks great. That looks He's got great. a great name. I forget the name. But it's like, like Dax Coxman or something. <laughs> it's great. He fights the cartel with a snowplow. It's awesome. Ah. You want us to do the to, to do that movie? No sequel. Needed. That looks like some like super. That looks like adult Home Alone. Yeah. The way he's killing people. Oh yeah. There's some creative shit going on. Yeah. Man. He's always like, look, people are a little disappointed by the gray. Let's redo it. <laughs> this time. I was not disappointed by the. Gray. Oh no, I love the gray. But yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, it's like Home Alone, but except he's a snowplow driver. Yeah, he's got to do some, uh, you know. Rig up his, his stuff. Yeah, he drops a tree on a car at one point. So, so badass. That movie's going to be great. I don't even know what it's called. Um, I can't remember what it's called It's either. the Liam Neeson Snowplow movie. I want to say it's called Plow Driver, but it's not. Plow. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Plow. Mr. Plow. Liam Neeson and Mr. Plow. I love movies that take place in weird places, like Alaska or yeah. like Wind River was in the Wyoming, Wyoming Mountains. Yeah. I love crazy shit. Everything's in New York and L.A. Yeah. You should out El Camino Christmas. <laughs> takes place in a small town in Nevada. <laughs> Uh, yeah. If you got theories on Home Alone, send us what you think Home Alone three should be. You can email us dbgpodcast@gmail.com. Find us on Twitter, dbgpodcast, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, all the places. Uh, Are we choosing to ignore those? Like, there is a Home Alone thing. We're just choosing. Or I'm choosing to ignore. It's it. not. Yeah, it okay, cool. it's not canon. I'm on board with that. Yeah, it's not canon. It's not canon. I, I don't know if it takes place in the same universe. You know, we don't know. Um, although you know, be with the home. I'm surprised with the way Netflix is. Like, I'm just not scrolling through, and there isn't just like Home Alone Five on there, right? Because yeah. it just seems like such an easy like oh, get a kid, get a couple burglars, and yeah, we just come up with a bunch of crazy plots or like crazy um, devices to inflict pain on these people. Yeah, Kid, kids eat that up. They do. Yeah, especially with like new toys and stuff. You know, I don't I don't know what the new toy is, but you know, throw that at the guy. Some like you know, tape a hand grenade to a Nerf dart or something. Yeah. yeah. You know my biggest complaint, and I'm wrapping up, my biggest complaint with Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, is he buys that Swiss Army knife and immediately... He drops it and it's gone. Drop, immediately. That could have been his number one 23 tool. bucks, he buys the Monster Spray, and I was like, oh, the big purchase was the Swiss Army knife. Yeah. That, that must have been like 20 bucks. Uses it for the magnifying glass, <laughs> and then immediately drops it. Could have been doing some literal MacGyver shit. Yes. I was like, ooh, this is going to play in yep. in building the devices later. Good thing about that Swiss Army. No, fucking drops it. <laughs> drops it in the gutter or something. Oh, I hated that. Mainly because, as a kid, I always wanted a Swiss Army knife. I never had a Swiss Army knife. Uh, that'll do it for this week. We'll be back next week with another movie. Uh, until next week, don't be that guy. Guide to sequel remakes. See you later, trout sniffers. May I do the thinking, please?